Hello, welcome to 21st Century Moses Podcast. My name is Sammy Zhu, your host. We've been going through relationship series. Relationship matters. The love of God is the main theme of the Bible. Bible is the love letter from God. God loves us. So we love Him. We follow Him. But love of God does not limit only the relationship between God and us. It also entails the relationship between God and other, pe- other people, and us and other people. Okay? So we've been learning about how we love God, but also we, we, we've been learning about how to love our parents and how parents can love their children. So that was the last week. And today, we are going to continue this series learning about how we can have a relationship with the world. Wait a minute, uh, Brother Sammy. Relationship with the world? God took us out of the world already, right? Because we are church. We became, we became forgiven and purified. We're being sanctified. And it's all about following the Lord and you know, worshiping Him. Yes, that is correct. However, we're still in the world with the mission. What is that mission? It is to share the gospel of Christ Jesus with the world, but also we want to show and demonstrate God's love for us to the world through our life. So today, I want us to point out how we can have that relationship with the world. So let's look at 1 Timothy chapter two, verses, uh, chapter 6, verses 1 through 2 together. All who are under the yoke as slaves are to regard their own masters as worthy of all honor so that the name of God and our doctrine will not be spoken against. Those who have believers as their masters must not be disrespectful to them because they are brothers or sisters, but must serve them all the more because those who partake of the benefit are believers and beloved. Teach and preach these principles. Amen. Amen. Now, as you can see, we can see two types of people in the world, believers and non-believers. And today's text is talking about unbelieving master and believing master. You know, 2,000 years ago, there was still a slavery system. But rather than talking against the slavery system, it is talking about how you can have a relationship even in that slavery system. Okay, so we can see that this relationship can be applied in any type of circumstances or uh, situation or system. Even the system is not the best system. Is even it could be an evil system. However, even in that context, how we can have, how we should have relationship with the world. So this applies to everything, every aspect of our life. So let's look at very carefully. There are two types of people, again, believers and non-believers. And we'll have uh, this relationship with these two types of people on a daily basis, 24-7. So what should we do uh, with them? The first thing is honor. The second thing is serve. So let's look at this uh, today's text again. It says in verse 1, All who are under the yoke as slaves are, this is the context of serving a non-believing master, okay? It says to regard their own masters as worthy of all honor, okay? So the first, we need to show honor to our unbelieving masters or unbelieving boss or it could be unbelieving teacher right so it can be anybody that you are in the relationship but we need to show honor to them 
And secondly, what about the believers? We need to serve them. Now let's look at the uh, verse two. Those who have believers as their masters must not be disrespectful to them because they are brothers or sisters, but must serve them all the more. So the Bible is clearly telling us that we need to honor our unbelieving master and we need to serve our um, unbelieving master. Okay, so master, you don't have, I don't have master, you don't have master, right? My master is only God. So you might think like, you know, I only honor God and I only serve God. Nothing else, nothing more, nothing less. It is true. We are only serving the Lord God alone. However, we're still in the world, as I said earlier. And in the Bible, as you can see, he, we still need to honor and serve the earthly, the people including uh, believing masters. So, honor and serve, that's what we need to do. But why do we need to do that? It sounds like kind of confusing. I thought we are only serving and, are serving and honoring God alone. But there's a very clear reason why I need to do that. Because there are two reasons. We need to honor because of reputation. And we need to serve because of relationship. Oh, okay, reputation and relationship. Does that mean I need to honor my boss, my teacher for my reputation so that I can become promoted in my work? I can be recognized by my teacher uh, in front of class? Is that what the reputation really means? It's all about my reputation or about the relationship? When I serve my believing masters, then I will have a better relationship with not only with the boss, but also with my workplace, so that at my workplace, so that I will have a better network. I will have a lot of thousands of people in my uh, phone book. And, um, you know, I will be respected by them. And, and, you know, I have, I can use them for my own benefit. Is that what relationship really means here? Not at all. So let's go back to today's passage to see what this relationship and um, reputation really mean. Look at the verse 1 again. It says, We need to, um, all who are all under the yoke as, yoke as slaves are to regard their own masters as worthy of all honor, so that, so there's the, um, the reason, so that the name of God and our doctrine will not be spoken against. In other words, it is for the reputation of God's name and His doctrine, His word. So it's very clear in this passage that we need to honor our unbelieving master for the reputation of God's name and His doctrine, His word. We need to protect, we can protect his reputation through serving, through honoring our masters. So do you see the, uh, the connection here? You might think like, I'm honoring my boss for my own reputation, but that's not the case. If you honor, when you honor your parents, I mean, when you honor your masters, your boss, your teacher, the end outcome is protection of God's name. God's reputation. So it's all about God's reputation. It's not about us. But protecting his reputation comes not only through ministry and working uh, for his name, but it is also through our relationship with 
the world. So how you maintain, how you do relationship with the world is so significant because it is directly related to the reputation of God's name and、uh, His doctrine. Now we're going to talk about how you can honor your master for the purpose of reputation of God and His name. But、uh, it's very clear at this moment that we need to honor not for ourselves but For God, for His name, we need to honor even unbelieving masters, and it can definitely open up the door for the gospel of gospel of Jesus Christ, so that your your master, your teacher, may see why you need to why they need to believe in God as well. Now, at the same time. For believing masters, we need to serve them for what? For relationships. So let's look at today's verse again. In verse two, those who have believers as their masters must not be disrespectful to them because they are brothers or sisters. See, they are our families, spiritual families, but must serve them all the more because those who partake of the benefit are believers and beloved. See. They are this unbelieving master. I mean, believing master or believing teacher, believing boss. Technically, they are boss, but realistically, spiritually speaking, they are our brothers and sisters, right? So they are our family, spiritual family, and we are not only believing the Lord, but we are also beloved by God. They are also loved by God. You need to know that. Maybe you might think like, think like,、uh, my boss is so mean, and I I just found out that he goes to this church. I could not believe it because I, you know, I thought he was not a believer. But anyway, he is a believer. She is a believer. Now you might think you might think that okay, you know. Um, I don't like them because of their personality is so different from mine, and you know I just do not. I feel so much pressure or stress、uh, working for them. But we need to think in that biblical term, okay? Whatever, what kind of, whatever type of person he or she is, if he or she, if your boss or if your teacher is a believer, that person is your brother and sister in Christ Jesus. So you need to treat them. As believers, how through serving, through serving them, you know Jesus died for us, and that's how He served us. Likewise, we need to serve other people, especially these believers, as God served us. Okay, so that's how. That's why we need to do that because of relationship. We have family relationship with them. So that we need to serve them. So these are the two reasons why we need to honor unbelieving master because of God's reputation, and we need to serve our believing masters because of our relationship with them in Christ Jesus. They are our family members in the Lord. So the practicality comes afterwards. How do we then honor? How do we then serve our masters? First, honor it means show respect, or it means value. Okay, so you need to value your unbelieving teacher, boss, or master. Okay, now what does that really mean? How does that look like? When you value someone, what do you do? You listen to that person. But not just listening to the person. You will follow. You will do as you hear. If the person says, "Okay,、um, do this work for me, 
by tomorrow, then you're, you will do everything that you could do to do that by tomorrow. And if this person said, okay, come to this office by 7.45 a.m. tomorrow, then you will do everything to be on, on time. You will show up before 7.45. You will show up probably about 7.43. That's how you honor the person. But if you say, okay, I honor you, but you never showed up, you showed up like 8.55 and you did not do your work, but you just kind of proscenate and uh, delayed your uh, homework, that's not how you honor people. Okay, so you need to listen to the person very carefully and do what they say. Okay, that's how you honor, that's how you show respect, and that's how you uh, truly value those people. Okay, but here's the thing when you value them, when you truly uh, do, do what they say, your, not your reputation, but the reputation of God's name would be protected, as we can see in today's passage. Now, how does that happen? Imagine that in your workplace or in your school, your teacher, your boss know, knows you are a Christian. Okay, knows that you, you go to uh, this particular church and you, know, um, you, have, you have maybe shared the gospel at some point, but even if you didn't, you, they know uh, you are a Christian. So they are watching you. They are watching your life if you are truly living up to what the Bible is saying. So even if they do not know the Bible, but through looking and watching your life, they will have their own judgment, evaluation upon you. Let's say, if you are very punctual, if you are respecting them, they will respect you as well. Wow, that's a Christian life. You know, that is so good. This person is always punctual. This person is always putting a lot of effort. But most importantly, this person really respect me and follow me as a boss. Okay, not every boss is perfect. I would say nobody is perfect. And there's no, no way that you can, uh, you can like this boss forever. No way. There are many times that you will be frustrated. There are many times you feel like this is not good. I, I don't like my boss and I don't like what he or she does. You will have a numerous times like that. But again, it's not a one-time thing. You need to, as long as this person is your boss or teacher, you need to show a proper respect for that person because this person is watching you. But if you do well, then not only you, but they will think differently about what you believe. They will think like, wow, I thought Christianity is just a kind of um, junk and I did not really trust in it, but I trust my employee because he or she is my employee, is showing great respect about, about me and I can trust whatever he does, whatever she believes. You know what I mean? So that is what this uh, relationship between um, believer relationship between you and non-believing uh, people. We need to show proper respect to them. So when you do that, you'll be a best worker in your place. And then I really want to challenge everyone who is listening to this uh, podcast or the uh, YouTube channel, YouTube video, be the best worker through showing honor and respect and value to your boss and to your uh, teacher so that they will say or they will think in their heart that Christianity 
you know, gospel message that you are carrying on is not in vain. They can value you as well, and they can value your faith as well. I have heard the story that uh, there was a worker in Korea who was a hard worker. He always worked even more than the, his um, other co-workers. But there were occasions that there were he was called to join a um, after-work party with other co-workers, and the party was about going to a uh, karaoke bar, and so they were drinking um, alcoholic beverages. But this guy was a firm believer, and uh, he denied not to refused not to drink from uh, not to drink the alcohol. So at first, they, uh, he was hated. He was like, oh, how special you are. So I know you're a Christian, so you're legalistic, and you know, you're not joining us at all. So, but he was a hard worker again. Uh, at first, even the boss was like, did not really like him because of his uh, rigid lifestyle. However, later on, three months later, four months later, his, he became so effective in his workplace, even the non-believing boss began to recognize how effective, how productive, fruitful he was. So later on, he did not bother this employee to go to bar. He respected and he began to value his employee even more. So that is how it works, okay? We need to show our respect and honor to our uh, boss and teacher so that the gospel would not be hindered. Now, secondly, we need to serve our brothers and sisters, our believing master or teacher, because they are our family, spiritual family. So how do you do that? You know, serve means uh, willing to obey. I know, the obey obedience is so hard, especially when it comes to people and people. You know, it's just like, uh, oh yeah, that person is the same person. Why should I obey that person? It is very difficult to do that. But the serving is really humbling yourself. Humble yourself and lay down your pride and go extra miles for the other person. And that's how you can serve the other person. We have a tendency to be served. We love to be served. It doesn't matter whether they're believers or not. You know, we want our believing brothers and sisters to serve me. We want all everyone to serve me, right? However, Christ came and he laid down his life and he gave himself for us. And that's how he served us. That is the gospel message that he died for our sins. But victorious that he was risen from the dead. That is the mind of Christ Jesus, as in Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 through 8. That's how he served. Likewise, we need to serve other people as well. As in uh, 1 John chapter, um, chapter 4. So we need to uh, show, we need to really treat our brothers and sisters, no matter how, no matter what position they held, whether they are boss or teacher, we need to serve them because, number, because again, they are our families. Now, maybe you might feel like, you know, sometimes um, in your workplace, you, you know that your boss is a Christian, but he or she is still mean to you, and uh, you may be very frustrated sometimes, and you want to get out of the work, you want to move to another place. Yeah, I get that. I understand that. However, however, our, man uh, our mandate is 
love them regardless of who they are, because that's how Jesus loved us. That regardless how sinful we are, He gave Himself for us. Just think about your the love that you received from the Lord, and with that same love, you need to serve other people, especially our believers, so that we can truly experience the church, not only in the church building on every Sunday, but even at the workplace. How great it is! You're working with your brother and sister in Christ Jesus, even if they are not your uh, biological family, but it's like a family business together. And you can even have a worship moment together with them, and you can work together with them, and you can uh, network with them for the gospel of Christ Jesus through your work, in and through your workplace. What a wonderful opportunity that would be. So I heard some uh, Christian companies, you know, they have a worship almost every day, and it's almost like uh, uh, being the church every day. so I, I really do think that's a really wonderful opportunity. But even if it's not the case, still what you need to do is to serve them in Christ's name because they are our family members uh, in Christ. So this is how we, need, how we can, how we should have a relationship with the world. It is through honoring and serving. Honor your non-believing master. So for the reputation of God name and his gospel and then serve your believing master because they are your spiritual family so let's honor and let's serve for god's kingdom and for his family let's pray together heavenly father we thank you we praise you for giving us this message about how we can deal with, how we can have a relationship with the world. But Father, it is very hard to love someone. It is very hard to honor or serve other people. So Father, please give us a power, your power, so that we can truly honor unbelieving master, even if it is so frustrating sometimes, but give us the power to honor them so that your gospel would be uh, would not be hindered, but also uh, help us to love our brothers and sisters in the workplace so because they are our families in you so father please give us a discernment how we can honor and serve other people for your name for your kingdom we thank you praise you in jesus's holy name i prayed amen